Welcome to the Unstoppable Moms Health and Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Breen, and here we bring busy mamas like you seriously effective tips for balancing a healthy lifestyle with real life chaos. The chaos of raising tiny humans while still trying to have those magical moments to yourself, not to mention your partner, your job, your social life, and all the things. If you're looking for the how-to for creating a healthy lifestyle for your family, actionable tips for losing weight in a healthy way, aka no diets and no sketchy pills that just make you run to the bathroom, and finding wellness without the overwhelm, welcome mama, you are in the right place. Hey, and welcome back to the podcast. It was officially the one-year celebration of the podcast last week on November 17th, so I decided to make this episode a little bit different. Y'all know I generally keep my episodes pretty short and concise. I want you to get to the episode and get the info and like the time that it takes you to commute to work or to go through the school pickup line. So because of that, I don't add in too much personal stuff in there just to move the episode along. So I wanted to take this episode and make it a little get to know me and share about who I am. And I also wanted to share my journey of going through different food and body image issues and struggles and how I've really managed to find peace with that and form a positive relationship with food and with my body, especially when there were times when that just did not seem like it would ever happen for me. So that's what this episode is here and sharing with you a little bit about who this oh so sultry voice behind the mic is. Not that I would actually describe my voice like that. That might be the first thing about me. I am super, super sarcastic, especially in my sense of humor. So if you are sarcastic and witty, we should be friends. Anyways, about me, your lovely host. So I was born and raised in Florida in the Cocoa Beach area and I love Florida. I love being close to the water. I love the weather. Summer is my favorite season and we get like nine months of it here. So it works out. I mean, does the heat sometimes make my skin feel like it's going to melt off? Yes, but you know, you learn to deal with it. Florida is a really fun state, especially the area that I grew up in. I lived out of state for a few years. I lived in North Carolina for about six months and then I moved to Savannah, Georgia for a few years. And that was awesome living in Savannah. I really loved it there. But it did solidify that Florida is where I'm meant to be. I want to be here forever. Florida is awesome. I love it. But please stop moving here. The state is full. We would love to have you for a visit, though. So a few fun facts about me. I grew up dancing and doing theater. So shout out to all my theater kids out there. And I went on to major in dance when I was in college. I love animals. I grew up with a lot of pets and I brought home way more than my fair share of stray cats, much to my my poor mother's dismay. Just kept showing up with these cats. I have two dogs myself, Riley, who we took in after my sister-in-law found her. She's guesstimated about eight. And then I have Gus, who is my baby boy, even though he's 17 now. People are really shocked usually when I tell them that my dog is 17. But yes, he is 17 and he is almost 18. He's definitely moving a little slower these days, but I used to tell him he was a professional gentleman of relaxation because he has lived the life for sure. I love to read and my favorite book is Elegance by Kathleen Tessero. And I just finished reading Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. I loved this book. 
loved it. It was so good. I highly recommend it. I rented it from the library, but I'm actually going to buy it so that I can read it again in the future because it was that good. I love to travel and finding ridiculously good travel deals is like my secret superpower. My husband's name is Craig. I've mentioned him a few times, but he's a pretty private person, so I don't mention him a whole lot. But he does make me laugh more than anyone else. He is very funny. And I have a daughter named August who's my absolute world. She is my sunshine baby, as I call her. And motherhood actually surprised me. I don't know if anyone else feels this way, but I knew I wanted to be a mom and I was really excited to be a mom when I was pregnant, but it surprised me because I didn't realize how much I would love everything about being a mother. Like, yeah, of course there are, there are hard days and there are days where, you know, she's losing her mind and makes me want to lose my mind and, you know, it gets crazy, but I, I just love it. I just love it so much. I also love Disney. I grew up about 45 minutes away from Disney, so we would go a couple of times a year, and I still love Disney even as an adult, and now being able to share it with August and bring August there, and she loves it, it's just been so much fun. I do not enjoy cooking. I do it, but I just, I don't enjoy it (laughs) at all, but I do love baking, and it's actually a really fun stress reliever for me. So those are some little fun facts about me, but I wanted to share more now about my journey with food and body image and growing up and how my whole journey kind of snowballed and took this rather interesting turn, sort of from one side, I always kind of describe it as as like a pendulum. So I was like kind of hanging out on one side and then I swung way too far to the other side Uh, and then finding that balance there in the middle and how all of that came about for me. And it was a journey, let me tell y'all. It was not a short trip, let's just say that. So growing up, I did not have a good relationship with my body which is unfortunately all too common. But I distinctly remember an instance that kind of kicked it all off. I was 10 and literally from that moment on, from the time that instance happened, I just did not like my body. And I thought I was fat and in my mind, fat equaled bad and something you should feel ashamed of because that's what I have been told. So there was a lot of shame around my body and this started the thought pattern of, I'm fat, I need to diet. And again, I'm 10 years old at this point. I didn't really know what a diet was, but I certainly knew, you know, there are good foods and there are bad foods. I already had that in my mind. So obviously I just shouldn't eat any bad foods. And so I would try and do that for a day or a week. And I never made it very long, obviously. And I continued that for a long, long time until I was about 20 years old. And unsurprisingly, this created a terrible relationship with food and piled on even more shame whenever I was eating foods that I thought, you know, categorized as bad or I thought I shouldn't be eating. But I I had no idea about eating or nutrition or anything like that back then. And even more so, it created this idea in my mind that the perfect body equaled happiness thin directly equated to happiness. And I was just like fixated on this idea. 
So college comes along and my freshman year, I did gain weight as many do just having, you know, zero knowledge of nutrition. And, you know, I'm still had my good versus bad foods. But when you're at the mercy of whatever's in the dining hall is serving, you know, it can be tough. And I, I really did not enjoy the dining hall food. I (laughs) was not good. But, you know, I'm a super poor college student, so I didn't have a lot of choices. But, you know, I could afford Taco Bell. So I ate a lot of Taco Bell when I wasn't eating the dining hall food. So finally, when I turned 20, is where I had a real turning point in my life. I'm a sophomore in college. I have an off-campus apartment, so no more dining hall, thank God. And I decided I wanted to lose weight again. You know, same cycle we've been going through for a while now. But this time, this time I decided... I was going to educate myself. I started reading and actually learning a little bit about nutrition and fitness and things like that. I decided I was going to do this five day a week workout program that I found that I could do in my living room. Wasn't ready to go to the gym yet, but I could do this in my living room. I was still restrictive in what I allowed myself, but I wasn't, it wasn't as drastic as I had been trying to do growing up. And yeah, I was a dance major in college, so I was dancing a lot, but I wasn't fueling my body in a way that was serving it well. So once I started to change my nutrition and to do additional workouts outside of dance that would help make me stronger, that was when for the first time in my life, I had a body I was really proud of. I had a body that I liked. I mean, I didn't love it yet, but I liked it. And so that was a huge step for me. But then there was the idea that, well, shouldn't I be completely happy now? Like, shouldn't my life just be all rainbows and butterflies and perfect? Isn't this supposed to make me truly happy? Not that I was walking around miserable for my entire life before this. I I absolutely was not. I was just expecting this phenomenal, life-changing level of happiness or confidence or I don't know, that I have been fixated on for so long. Like once I had this body, life would just be perfect. And you know, where do we even get this idea from? I can't pinpoint where I picked it up from. No one ever told me thinness equals happiness, but I certainly created that idea in my mind. And I know a lot of people share that misconception. So I had to learn that weight does not equal happiness or anything else. And spoiler, if you're like me and thinking this is the missing piece, it's not. And I wish I had figured that out and that would be that, but it's not. And unfortunately, my relationship with food actually got worse. So this is kind of where the pendulum swings to the opposite side now. Throughout my early 20s, I had this very intense fear of gaining weight and that just equaled constant stress around food. I was steeped in a diet culture mentality with myself. There were periods where I was eating less than 1,200 calories a day, but was extremely active at that point in my life and needed way, way more calories than that. I went through phasing of having to track everything, count every calorie. Whenever I saw myself in a mirror, it was critical thoughts. I went through phases of eating what I thought was so healthy during the week just so I could eat on the weekends. It was like planned binges on the weekends, which of course then I would feel guilty for. So during the week, I would have to turn around and work out even more. It was a constant cycle. I was constantly comparing myself nonstop 
to bodies that I saw on social media, many of which were completely unattainable standards for my body size and shape. Talk about fucking exhausting. I thought once I lost weight, I wouldn't have to deal with food stress anymore. And instead, it was tenfold. I questioned and overanalyzed every single piece of food I put into my mouth. Breaking out of this cycle of mentality took me a while because I thought it was normal and I would just always be like that. And honestly, it wasn't until I had my daughter did I make significant progress. When I realized everything my body did from pregnancy to birth to feeding her, that's the first time I ever really appreciated my body and learned to love it based on its capabilities, not what it looked like on the outside. As a mom, I didn't want August to fall into the same patterns I had, so it became very important to me to create a positive relationship with food. I had to do a lot of work internally to realize what wasn't healthy in my mindset. Where did it come from or why did I think that? And then how do I change that? And it was really hard and sometimes those thoughts can still creep in. But I notice them now and I know how to deal with them. And I don't just accept them as normal. And I wish I had some magic formula or step A, step B, step C to tell you how to do this if you struggle with it. But the thoughts and mentality and relationships with food is so different from person to person. And in turn, what will end this cycle and these thoughts and create a positive relationship depends so much on you as a unique individual. It really is something you have to focus on and change from within. And this can be part of what I do as a health coach based on the client. Together through me asking questions and learning about you and exploring, we can find the path that works for you and how to create the road to food neutrality, but it's individualized. And unfortunately, there are a lot of mass programs out there, just kind of one size fits all, that claim to help you with these ideals, but really they're just diet culture BS. Now for me, the movement I've done, I've always enjoyed. Unless it's one of those times when I'm like, I'm gonna be a runner, and then I hate it the entire time, and it's like, fuck this. Clearly, I needed a reminder that running is terrible. Happens about once every eight months. I get this idea that I'm gonna be a runner. Never works out. But I love going to the gym and strength training. I love dancing. I love to swim, bike, hike, do yoga, stretch. There's a lot of other stuff as well. But I also had to learn not to punish myself with extra or longer workouts and to listen to my body a lot more. Some days my brain is like, we should do a full body workout with weights. And my body, on the other hand, is like, yoga would be lovely today, actually. So I do yoga. On my own personal journey in dealing with this, I had to figure out what I valued and wanted from my wellness and how I wanted that to look in my life. I have taken classes, I have certifications, and I have read thousands and thousands and thousands of pieces of information on health and fitness and nutrition and wellness and everything relating to the health spectrum. But I learned the most when I looked inside myself. You can know all the info and it still doesn't matter because you won't create the changes you're looking for if you don't know what you actually want. 
you won't create a positive relationship with yourself and your body if you're always relying on outside opinions to tell you what you should do or think or feel. And that was definitely a huge part of my road to health coaching. I realized when people are seeking answers about their wellness or they want to make a change, our default is to go to someone else to tell us exactly how to do it. Want to lose weight? So simple. Just follow this exact diet. Do this exact workout plan and you'll have a six pack in 90 days. Cut out carbs, cut out dairy, do keto, do intermittent fasting, drink this shake. If you're stressed, well, just delegate, just get more sleep, just meditate, just say no. Everyone thinks they have the solution, but you have to be the one to know what will truly work in your life. What do you really want when it comes to your wellness? What changes are you willing to make? What does wellness or being well mean to you? It's probably not just what you physically look like on the outside. It's how do you want to feel in your body? about your body? What kind of relationship do you need to create and nurture with yourself? And much more than just you, how do you handle and deal with the world around you? What kind of life do you want to live? Wellness and the rest of your life are not sitting in two separate boxes. They are completely and 100% intertwined. That was a bit of a tangent there, but obviously I'm passionate about this. Looking at wellness from a whole life perspective, learning what I really wanted and doing the work to put it into practice has brought me such a peace. Constantly thinking about food. What am I going to eat? What I ate? How am I going to burn it off? Should I eat less? I'll eat super healthy all week, so this weekend I can have queso and ice cream and drinks. That's such a stressful way to live. (laughs) It really is. And realizing it wasn't normal, I didn't have to be stuck in that. Putting in the effort to dig myself out of that was one of the best things I ever did for myself. I'm trying to set the best example I can for August. And I'm going to be honest with her about my struggles because one day she may find herself facing similar thoughts and feelings around food or her body. And like me, she might think it's normal. And I want her to know that it's not. So that's my story in a nutshell, part of my story really, but I would love to get to know you and if you've ever dealt with food or body image issues or you are right now, please reach out or maybe we just have something fun in common or maybe you just want to chat and connect. Please do. I love talking to you guys. It's so fun. I love hearing from the different women who listen to this podcast. You can, of course, email me or you can DM me. I'm on Instagram at Unstoppable Moms Fitness. And now I'll probably go like overanalyze the heck out of this episode because I tend to overthink when I talk about myself too much. It's like my social anxiety. Like, did you talk about yourself too much? Someone asked how you were doing and you said, good. You probably talked about yourself too much. And now that this episode is all about me, I'm like, ooh, that's probably way too much. But I really did enjoy sharing this with you and I will talk to you next week. Love that episode and can't wait for more? Hit the subscribe button so you never miss a show. There's new episodes every Tuesday, but in the meantime, why not come on over and say hey on social? You can find me on the gram and I say the gram because, you know, I'm a cool mom. You can find me on the gram at Unstoppable Moms Fitness. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.